Welcome to Moms Out Loud podcast. I'm Rachel. I'm Alexa. And I'm here to tell you about my haircut. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? What happened? So I, I get a haircut once every six months or once every year because every time I get a haircut, I leave so upset. Um, and I don't know why. Well, I do know why. So anyways... I only get a trim. I never get like a real haircut. I get just like a basic trim. I really need to find a curly hair specialist because every time I'm like, hey, do you have someone who's comfortable working with curly hair, has experience? And they're like, oh, yeah, we do. And they're lying. They're always lying. Oh, no. And every, okay, I'm going to try not to be a hater, but also I am going to be a hater (laughs) because I've had this experience multiple times and I am so bummed every time. So basically... Somehow, I always get the oldest lady hairstylist in the shop, which is fine, except for they never have curly hair. They never do anything I ask. (laughs) Like, I I try not to be, like, the worst client ever because my grandparents own a salon and spa. I grew up in this setting, and so I really try and be respectful and, like, not be annoying, but I make one small request, okay? One, one small request, which is please don't use a brush on my hair. I say, you know, do whatever you want. And every single time I go, they're like, shut your mouth. We're using a brush. I don't care what you say. Now, this time, this is the first time ever I've been like, do you mind like not using a brush and only using a wide tooth comb while it's wet? And she was willing to do it, which was so awesome that she did that. But yeah, (laughs) so she's, so first she washes my hair and she sprays water all over my face the entire time. <laughs> oh my goodness. Like the entire time to the point where like I'm wiping it out of my eyes the whole time. And sometimes like when they do that, they give you a towel and she like did not care. She just like kept spraying me in the face. Oh and my I'm like goodness. being kind of obvious eventually where I'm like, obviously I'm wiping this out of my eyes. Do you want to not spray it into my eyes anymore? <laughs> she does not care. And then we go sit down. Oh my And she starts, um, she wants to brush it, but I'm like, hey, do you mind doing a comb? And she's like, sure, no problem, which was so awesome because that's the one thing I really, really am weird about. I don't like to use a brush on my hair. It ruins a curl pattern. So that's just like the biggest no-no of curly hair is do not brush it. So she puts like this serum in it and she puts it head to tip of hair, which is also a big no-no for curly hair. But I stay quiet because I'm like you know what, you're going to be here for 20 minutes, just let her do her thing, be quiet. Right, right. right. (laughs) So she comes it out with this serum, and then she starts, like, finger raking it again and again, which is, like, the honestly, with curly hair, the one thing you want to do the least, least as possible, is touch it. Every time you touch it, it makes it frizz more and more and more. And so she's just like raking her fingers through it again and again and again. And I'm like, okay, awesome. It's fine. I'll just leave with an Afro, but whatever. And, um, she's like, well, how would you like to style it? And I'm like, well, I don't really use heat on my hair. I brought some curl cream just in case you don't have any. And then I usually just kind of like flip it over, give it a little scrunch and then let it air dry. 
Yeah. And she's like, okay, well, I don't want to let you walk out of here with sopping wet hair. And I'm like, okay, well, if you have to use a blow dryer on it, do you have like a bowl diffuser for curly hair? I only will use a blow dryer ever if it has a bowl diffuser. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, awesome. Sure. Just a little. I don't want it fully dry. I like it to air dry because I don't really like heat on my hair. And she's like, okay. So she's like, yeah, I have some curly stuff. So she sprays a spray in my hair. And I'm like, what? A spray? So in curly hair, you use a cream, a gel, a mousse, right. not something thick to keep the frizz down. <clears throat> but she used like right. a light spray. And so I'm like, okay, interesting, a light spray. And then she continues to finger rake it. She's just raking it out. Uh, uh, and oh, it's just man. like puffing up as she goes. <laughs> and then she puts pulls the diffuser out and she doesn't have a bowl diffuser. She has the diffuser that you use to straighten people's hairs. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. And so I'm just sitting quietly right. and she's using her hands to like scrunch it up and like put the diffuser on it. And so she's just like basically doing everything to give me an afro. <laughs> right, right, right. And like two seats down, there's a girl who's using a bowl diffuser on a curly haired woman with her head upside down, not touching her hair, like doing everything right. And I'm just like looking longingly like that girl knows what she's doing. I want her. Right. <laughs> but right. So I'm just like sitting quietly because I'm like, you know what? This isn't worth arguing with her about. Yeah. And she says to me, your hair is dry. You need to brush it more. And I said, no, you can't brush curly hair. She's like, well, your oil isn't going to get from your roots to your hair ends. And I'm like, I understand that. But you aren't supposed to brush curly hair. I've spoken with curly hair specialists before. I've also had curly hair for 22 years. Right. I'm like, I do tons of deep conditioner and oil treatments on the ends of my hair to balance that out. But I have like oily top, dry bottom. So I do things to balance that, but you can't brush it. And she's like, (laughs) she's just like, well, not everything people tell you is right. And I'm like, yeah, I know because everything you're saying is wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, anyways, so she continues to finger rake my hair, touch it and diffuse it with the wrong diffuser. And I'm like, okay, I think it's okay now. I'll just let it air dry the rest of the way. And she's like, um, I'm not making it frizzy. Like, I just need to finish it. I'm not making it frizzy. And it's literally getting frizzier by the second because she won't stop touching it, touching it and touching it and touching it. And I don't know why this all made me so upset, but I'm just like, get me the heck out of here. All right. So she, once she's done doing whatever she wants and not listening to a thing I say, I leave and I go meet up with Luke and I'm just so cranky and I felt bad because like Luke felt bad because every time it's like this, but this is what I don't understand is I'm hiring her to do my hair. Shouldn't she want to try and make me happy? Like try and listen to one of the things I'm requesting and do that. But instead she just told me I'm wrong about everything I'm saying and continued to do things that show me that she has no idea what she's doing with curly hair and then at the end of it all she's like oh we're getting certified on friday to learn diva cuts and how to use the diva products so next time you come i'll know more and i'm like yeah i know you don't know how to work with curly hair because diva you can get diva certified which is like the curly hair haircut and all the special products and like what to and not to do with curly hair right 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 and so this is me being a brat but honestly i hope when she learns on friday that she did everything wrong even though i requested very specific things for a reason 
Yeah. That she feels bad. <laughs> right. But anyways, so I just go to lunch with Luke. I put my hair up immediately because it's already huge. And she's right. like, well, it's pretty humid here. And I'm like, you're right. It's it was the weather. It's definitely not what you did. It's the it's the humidity. So I'm gonna I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna put my hair up. <laughs> and uh, um, I got home and I re-wet my hair in the shower and put stuff in it correctly and did not touch it at all. <laughs> Anyways. Oh my goodness. Well, so, did she at least cut it? Okay. I mean, I don't know. It's it's like it's hard to tell when your hair's curly. I saw her. She cut off like two and a half inches. And she's like, yeah. I'm only cutting a less than an inch. And I'm like, okay, but also just so you know, I can see you in the mirror when you lie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it needed to be done and I'm not going to go again for another six months to a year anyways. So right. whatever. And I think it's time for me to do my due diligence and find someone who's like actually specialized in curly hair, who has beautiful curly hair. And that's who I'm going to because right. I need to stop getting stuck with people who say they know. But it's like when people have slightly wavy hair and they're like, I have curly hair and I know. And I'm like, your hair is not curly. Right. Right. So unless you have like some tight ringlets, it's just not the same. You know, it's just a yeah. whole new ball game. Like, I love it when people are like, your hair is so pretty and all you do is shower. And I'm like, do you want to know what I do? Do you right. want to know what goes into this hair? Right. So anyways, it's it's fine. I just, it's hard when every time I go, I, and I, ha- I end up spending like 50 bucks just for a trim, and I just leave so sad because <laughs> nobody yeah. listens to me. And I and I get it. This is like their craft, and I don't want to like tell them what to do. Right. But I feel like I should have a little bit of a say. But anyways. Yeah. If anybody lives in Fredericksburg and knows of someone who has beautiful curly hair and also does hair, let me know. <laughs> right, right. Because I hope to have a better experience next time. <laughs> Hopefully you find someone. I've yeah. always been really lucky. I mean, but I don't have curly hair. So I always just look on Facebook and ask around. And then whoever says the most for that one person, I'm like, okay, I guess I'll go to her. And I've always had good luck with that. But I have normal hair. So. Well, like, honestly, curly hair is supposed to be cut dry. That's what that's I always like, thought, too. Yeah, that's how they do the diva cut, but I wasn't able to find anybody, like, diva certified within, like, an hour. Right. I mean, these people will be now, but we'll see. Maybe I'll go back to a different girl next time. Yeah, the girl that was doing Actually, the proper blow drying. Yes, and and honestly, I don't like to blow dry my hair as it is, which I had said, um, but she insisted on doing it, so I'm going to see someone who will do it the right way. <laughs> Yeah. And it was so sad because, like, the other girl, she had, like, because she did everything right on the curly girl's hair, I was like, her hair looks beautiful. And I was leaving right. with a weird, puffy poodle head. And I was like, right. well, this is a bummer. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. That was such a tangent. But that was. No. I wanted to know. My complaint of today. My beautiful haircutting experience. <laughs> and that is why I never get my haircut until it starts dreading itself because right. I dread going to the hairdresser. Anyways. Yeah. Sorry, that was lame. Man. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't really have a lot going on right now. So let's get into this week's topic. And I'm excited about this topic. Uh, it's about mom shaming. And yeah. we came up with this topic because I was on Facebook one day And I was scrolling through and one of our friends was talking about how we should 
support our moms and not bully our moms in this article that she shared. And so I thought we need to talk about this on the podcast. Yeah. And I agreed because we are in such an age of comparison and like basically bullying anybody who does things differently than us. Right. And so I thought it'd be kind of fun to jump into this topic and just kind of share our views on this stuff. Yeah. So what is, so I know, oh, you looked up last time, like what is, what is mom shaming, Rachel? I can look it up right now. Do you want me to look it up or do you want me just to say? Or you could just kind of, yeah, just go for it. But what is mom shaming? So mom shaming, at least to me, is like I just said, basically just going out of your way to find issues with what other people do, especially when they're doing things differently than you. Yeah. Um, and just not being okay with the fact that everybody's going to do things differently and being accepting of each other. Instead, we tend to look down or judge or shame people who do things differently than us, especially in motherhood. So right. that's kind of what my opinion on what mom shaming is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and as a mom, I mean, I don't know how much you have experienced it, but I've experienced it a lot just in the short what five years that I've been a mom yeah I think well I think it shaming it's just it's any any walk of your any um any part of your life so even before I had kids I was shamed over you know being different you know if if I was different on one thing there's always going to be that group of girls that's shaming you because they want to do it different so basically when you become a mom it's just that it's like the bratty girls get together and shame you and it's it's like high school all over again but you're a mom now (laughs) or it's even just like cliques of moms who do things differently right right and there's nothing wrong there's nothing wrong with doing anything differently exactly and I have friends who do tons of stuff differently than me in how they like parent or you know discipline or like you know what what they do for schooling what they do for toys what they do for this what they do for that and you know what I'm still our friends. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's not something that I need to be, like, talking crap about them to other people about, you know? Right. I think we talked a little bit in our our mom friend episode on, like, how we make mom friends. And we just know, hey, we do things differently, so we're not going to be, you know, buddy-buddy. But at the same time, we don't have to go behind their back and, and talk about them, you know? Or, like, call them out on Facebook and be like... If you feed your kid kale, you're the devil. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wait, people say that? <laughs> no, I'm just making fun I of I thought like it was the memes. other way around. It's like, if you feed your kid McDonald's, you're the worst. <laughs> well, see, I'm flipping it around because I feel like the people who feed their kids kale shame you if you feed your kid McDonald's. And then the people who feed their kids McDonald's shame you if your kids eat healthy. And I think... Right. I think the reason for this is that people get defensive if they think they might be doing something wrong. Because as moms, we, none of us are like, you know, it'd be cool to do a bunch of stuff that's going to be super detrimental to our child. (laughs) Nobody generally, the average person, wants to do good by their kids. And so I think instead of us all just like being so worried about what other people are doing with their kids... And then being like, well, that's different than me. So it's obviously wrong. Yeah. Like, yeah. care less. Care less. 
about what other right. people are doing. And like, I had a vegan pregnancy, but also right. Roland's eating chicken. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that means that if I'll have vegan people be like, well, you're not raising your kid vegan. And then I'll have oh, people man. who aren't vegan be like, are you going to feed him meat? He needs bacon. <laughs> and I'm like, um, how about you guys feed yourselves and your own families? And right. I don't come to your house and be like, what are you making for dinner? Because I'm going to judge you and I'm going to tell you what's wrong with that. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, what? Um, and I do think it's just a natural human response to get defensive about that kind of stuff. But I also think right. we all care just a little too much. Number one, what people think of us. And number two, what other people are doing. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. That's just my opinion. But. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's why, I don't know, I always, I always just say, like, never say never, because before I was a mom, I was constantly mom shaming, even though I wasn't a mom. Like, in my brain, I'd be like, I can't believe she did that. And then when I became a mom and I started doing all the stuff that I was like, I'd never do that. And then I just finally realized, I'm like, I got to stop this, (laughs) because this is too much pressure, even on myself. It's like, I will never, ever look at a mom ever again and be like, I can't believe she just let her kid do that. I can't believe she fed her kid that because guess what? One day I'm going to be super, super tired and I'm going to go through the McDonald's drive-thru um, like a week ago <laughs> and I'm going to feed my kid McDonald's, you know? And so that, I don't know, just having this high standards and shaming moms and, and doing all that, like that's so much work to be perfect all the time. Yeah. And it's, at the end of the day, it's really sad because it's like, even if people do things a little bit differently than you, or maybe like not how you think you would do it or how you do it, that doesn't mean they're wrong. That doesn't mean they're bad. That doesn't mean they're ruining their children. That just means they're different than you. And that's fine. That's what makes everybody interesting is the fact that we are different. And I feel like it'd be so much more helpful to um, try building each other up as moms because we have one of the hardest jobs And we're all just trying to do our best. We're all just trying to raise happy, healthy, like well-adjusted humans. And I feel like them growing up seeing us bash everybody is not going to help that. No. Not going to make that happen. So I am such an advocate for never say never, like you said, because I was totally like that where I'd be like, I would never do that. And then I've already done those things. (laughs) And so now I will literally never say never. I'm like, you know what? I might not do that right now. But I can't say I never will. So I'm just going to worry about myself. <laughs> right. Well, and I see. So and and there's a difference between shaming and educating. OK. Yes. So when we're on Facebook, let me just share a little experience that I had. And so when Angela was in the hospital after her, it was her, after her first or second heart surgery. And basically I had no willpower to like make organic foods at home I was just going through the drive-thru every day okay because I just I was sitting next to Angela in the hospital and then I would go get drive-thru if I needed it so um I had a chiropractor friend of mine who's you know really into educating really you know health minded and I I love all the health stuff I really do but at that point in my life I was just like not even it wasn't computing um, 
but he shared an article and was like, if you are a caring parent and you love your children, but you're feeding them fast food, then you don't love them. (laughs) And really this, just this horrible, like it was a good article because it was an educating article. I loved the article itself. Um, but the way, the way that you introduce the article, it's like, yeah, no. So when I posted under there and I was like, sorry, I didn't get, you know, the go to Sprouts and get my organic food this, this week. And I just went through the drive-thru because I'm too busy. My daughter's chest is open. Like I just made him feel really, really awful underneath because I was like, don't do that. Don't do that to people. There's, there's a way to introduce something and you meet people where they're at. And you say, hey, just so you know, this is the better way to do it. Um, Stay educated. But after that, it's like you don't you don't ever just look down at someone if you're the worst parent in the world, if you're feeding them this. So um, definitely a difference. Yeah. And so I'm going to share an experience, too, which is I'm just going to have it be kind of vague because it's kind of like an ongoing thing. Right. But um, Luke and I are a little bit more uh, minimalist in what we own simply because our home is small and we chose to have a small home so that we wouldn't have that much stuff. Right. And so I'm kind of like a one in one out sort of person. And when Roland was born, I said, or before he was born, I said, hey, just so everybody knows, like we already have so many books. If you want to give him a book here and there, that's awesome. But we don't have a ton of space. Also, preferably wooden toys. Because I just want, I'm just a little bit anti-plastic. <laughs> I got it from my yeah. parents. I can't help it. <laughs> they uh, scared me out of using plastic stuff. Anyways. <clears throat> um, and I just said, hey, I would prefer like this type of stuff and not too, too much stuff. He doesn't need a lot of toys. He's a baby, you know. Right. I didn't say, hey, nobody get us a toy. I said, hey, not a lot, please. And preferably something along these lines. Educational, whatever. Um, and so a few people like almost spitefully got me really huge, noisy toys. Oh man. And we're like, you're, you can't deprive your children of having fun toys. (laughs) And so what I think is so funny about that is number one, I took them all back (laughs) Yeah. because what's the point? Like if I told you that's not what I wanted for a reason, I'm not going to keep it in my house. And number two, am I saying Roland will never have a toy with noise that's large? Never. No, he has some toys that make noise, and that is fine. He has some toys that are plastic, and that is fine. But it's so weird that people think just because I'm not doing exactly what they did when their kids were little that I'm, like, doing things to deprive him. They're like, well, you only care how things look. And I'm like... Um, I do care how things look because I, he doesn't have a lot of stuff. I want him to not have crappy stuff. Right. But also you almost kind of wish that when you're honest and open with people about like what you're wanting for your children, they would respect that. And so it's so funny because like I said, just because I'm doing things slightly differently, I got shamed for it that I was going to deprive him of fun when, when actually I'm trying to help improve his imagination because I didn't have an imagination as a child because I had a ton of stuff, a ton of noisy stuff. (laughs) And I had like the newest electronic always, almost, you know? And so did I know how to play Barbies with my imagination? I didn't. And so I want him to be able to be like Luke was when he was a kid and play outside and like make whittle toy guns and like, you know, play cowboys and Indians or whatever. Oop, should I not say that? (laughs) 
<laughs> Are people going to get mad? Cowboys <laughs> and Indians. Oh, my goodness. Is that- this is not a, politi- a politically correct podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I want him to be outside having fun being a kid using his imagination and not right. just be, like, using noisy toys constantly. Now, does he sometimes? Yeah. And that's awesome. I'm glad he gets to enjoy those. But I like him to be able to have a balance. Right. Um, but then I also am very thankful because I had some family who, because I kind of was open about what I wanted are just like almost like overly cautious and are like, Hey, um, I found this thing. Uh, it's like wooden, like you like, and it seems educational. Is this okay? And I'm like, Oh my gosh, like you don't have to ask my permission to get your freaking grandkid a toy, (laughs) but I appreciate their respect and thoughtfulness in that. And that instead of being like, well, we know what you wanted, but we don't like it because it's not what we would do. So I'm going to get you what I want anyways. Because if you yeah. do that, I will get rid of it. Because two can play at that game, people. Right. But <laughs> but also, obviously, I'm not going to deprive my child of having, like, a fun childhood. I'm He's allowed right. to have toys. I'm not going to be like, here, play with this. Um, dust bunny. This is your toy. A hairband, a Tupperware, and a dust <laughs> So have fun. Um, but I really, I really feel you on this topic. I really, really do. The toy thing. Yeah. Well, because, you know, we live in a camper, so uh, the amount of things that people want to give us, um, and then I'm like, no, sorry, and then people instantly think, moms especially, because dads don't really think about stuff like this, moms instantly think, oh, well, your kids are being deprived, and I've had so many comments just even to my face, like, oh, well, if your kids ever get bored, like, you can come over to my house. So many people tell me that. And I'm like, that's so insulting. Like, my kids have enough toys or they have their imagination. You know, just because it's a different way of doing things doesn't mean that my kids aren't happy. Yeah. And that's the thing is, like, I have so many friends whose kids, like, who have, like, a little bit of bigger houses and they have awesome playrooms full of all this stuff. And I think that's so cool because I think if that's what you want to do with your child and they spend time in that room with them playing with those things there's nothing wrong with that I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with having a big noisy toy right I'm just saying I don't have space for it and it wasn't my preference but we go to those people's houses and he has the time of his life playing with his friends oh yeah you know making noise and stuff but that doesn't mean he comes home and he's like mom our home is boring you know (laughs) so it's like there's nothing wrong with people doing things differently than you I don't go to those people's houses and be like you know do you feel like that toy helps um build his imagination because I read this article uh blah 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 no yeah (laughs) because that's not gonna help anybody (laughs) I do let the moms know though because usually moms complain to me about the mess and I'm like hey just so you know (laughs) Just so you know, here's a little education. My kids come over and they enjoy your toys. But like when they go home, they, they're they okay with a little amount of toys. Because if they were to have 24-7 these big toys, they just dump the buckets. Yeah. They get just get bored with all the toys. And that's it's why you have such a big choices. mess. Yeah. Yeah. You just so, I mean, but I would thing. never judge. Like, I love it. I love that my, my friends have, like, big playrooms because then we can come over, like, for play dates and my kids are entertained but at the same time if it was our playroom because I've had a big playroom before and all they do is dump everything and they they pick that one toy that they like anyway um and just play that with that one favorite toy 
Yeah. Anyway, so. Well, we have, like, two small baskets of toys because we have one, like, in his room and one in, like, the room we hang out in. Right. And he does literally just dump them out. Yeah. And then play <laughs> with whatever's not a toy. Right. And so, like, this morning, this kid has toys, all right? Like, he might not have Toys R Us, a whole store worth of toys, but he has right. toys. He's not deprived by any means. And guess what he played with for three hours this morning? A fork. What did he? A fork. A, fork. <laughs> a plastic fork that, like, had come in a takeaway bag, right? A fork. And I'm like, what? Like, of all the things that you want to play with, he's like, you know what's really fun? This plastic fork. Yeah. So, or a box. A cardboard box always Right? Works. Yeah. And so it's so funny because it almost makes me want to, like, bring those people over who, like, shame me for not having enough toys or the cooler toys or whatever. Right. I want to be like, um... I, how about you give him the coolest, noisiest toy, and I guarantee you he would rather play with right. a plastic fork. <laughs> right. <laughs> or but do you like, see? Go I'm ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, or like go outside and pick flowers and eat them because that's what right. we did yesterday. <laughs> <sighs> Anyways. Yeah. But do you see what like mom shaming does? It's like now we have to justify why we don't have lots of toys. And it's just like, it's okay. It's okay that we don't have a lot of toys. And it's okay if you have lots of toys. We shouldn't ever feel shamed over it and ever feel like we have to justify ourselves as moms. It's like, like you said earlier, we're all doing what's best for our family. And sticking your nose out of the other family's business is usually the best way to go. Yeah. Thank you for saying it that way because I wasn't able to put it into words. And you're right because I do tend to naturally just feel slightly defensive of people judging like how I do things because I do tend to do them slightly differently than others and you know why why should I have to explain myself I shouldn't because who pays my bills not them (laughs) who raises my child not them you know yeah and so it's like the same thing for their families like we shouldn't as moms have to feel like we have to go around explaining things like Oh, okay. Here's something else. So we started out cloth diapering Roland. So we got cloth diapered till about maybe 10 months old. And then we started traveling so, so, so much. And he started getting rashes from them and I stripped them and I did all these things and he was constantly still getting rashes. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know why. Um, I'm sure I could have dove deeper and like tried a different material insert or like switched to a different different laundry soap or did something else or this or that but you know what we decided hey we used them for this long and now it's just going to be easier as we're traveling to switch to disposables and we saved them because we're going to use them for our next baby as well to save some money but I it's hard because then I have friends who do full-time cloth diaper like even if they're traveling and I have to be like well you know I know it's better for the earth and um also it's uh you know we're it's maybe we'll go back and this and that and I feel like defensive because it's like okay well now they're judging me because I'm not doing it how they are and then right if I have friends who only do disposable and they like see the cloth diapers I'm like well we used to cloth diaper because it but you know now we do this and they have really good ingredients <laughs> and whatever and also why do I care what other people think right <laughs> like if someone just uses disposables from Walmart their whole time awesome if someone uses cloth diapers for two straight years awesome even when they travel is your baby peeing and pooping on their clothes still yes you know what I mean <laughs> but it's like, why do we have to feel like we have to prove something to everybody? 
Right. When we're all literally just trying to do our best. And it's so yeah. sad. So it's like, let's change this. Like, let's see right. a mom and be like, you cloth diaper? That's awesome. Like, I, I don't know if I could do it because I'm not so, like, I'm not educated on it. But I really think that's a cool thing. Versus right. what I got a lot was, oh, you cloth diaper? I could never do that. I think it's really gross. It's too much work. And yeah. I'm and I and that would make me feel bad, you know, because yeah. I'm like, well, you're just not educated on it, but you could do it. You really could. And so it's like, let's use our words to build each other up. Even if people are choosing to do things differently, then use our words to tear one another down, right. especially our friends like guys. We are literally all just learning as we go. Right. And we could make the world so much of a better place if we just change the way we phrase things and change how we think about things. Yeah. Right? And if we were, if we all raised our kids the same. Hold on. The park? Okay, in a little bit. <laughs> no, you're good. If we, if we raised our kids all the same, yeah, and no one was unique in anything. The world would be boring. It would yep. be boring. We'd be bored with each other. So really, realistically, at the end of the day, we don't want someone cookie cutter to exactly what we want or they would be us. And yeah, we would be bored. <laughs> yeah, it is boring. And I don't even generally like people who are just like me because I'm like, right. You want to be don't interest me because you different. are the same as me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so... You're so right. And I always think, too, like, when I'm, like, off marrying my kids in my head to, like, my friends' kids, I never think, oh, wow, they have to, like, these friends have to, you know, match up with this, this, and this. Because, no, realistically, like, our kids are going to grow up and and marry different people from different families and do their their thing, like, their own way. So never think, like, oh, if I don't do it this way, my kid's never going to do it this way. You know, you never know. They're going to match up with somebody and I don't know. I went off on a tangent on that one. My brain just took me there, but. No, it's, I mean, I know what you mean because like Luke and I are like some of the most opposite people ever. We were raised so opposite, opposite, our lives are so opposite and um, our views on a lot of things and yet we're best friends. So it's like, that's just how the world goes. So yeah. I guess my biggest thing on this is like, it's 2019. We need to get over it. (laughs) Like we need to stop caring so much about other people and what they think and what they do and start using our words to empower one another. Motherhood is hard enough without us all being jerks, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Well, I know a lot, I I know a lot of people will say like, well, this is the right way. Um, And again, just meet them where they're at and educate, gently educate, and maybe they'll come to the same conclusion as you, and sometimes they won't, and sometimes there's gray area, and there's not just black and white, right and wrong, you know, so. Yes, and I have, like, little things that are so different where people will be like, oh, like, what laundry soap do you use? And I'll be like, oh, well, I use this soap for this reason, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, well, I just use whatever's cheapest. And am I like, well... Here's the thing. You should do some research because blah, blah, blah. Like, no, not really. (laughs) Like, if they come to me and they're like, hey, in your opinion, what could I do that would be better? Then I would offer it up. 
But is it really helpful for us to just like stick our nose in places where it doesn't necessarily belong? If people want your help, they'll ask. So. And unless someone is actually neglecting their child, and I mean actually neglecting them, like they're not feeding them or giving them water or there's bruises all over their body. Like really, come on, just back up, you know? Just Yeah, it's so crazy because it's, like, the amount of children that, like, don't have good homes and have, like, actual terrible lives and childhoods, maybe we should try and, like, worry and help more about those ones than about the ones who, yeah. like, don't even eat enough spinach. You yeah. know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't even know what else to say because I just feel like we should know better. We should know better. And if you want to judge, do it in your head (laughs) quietly. Do it to your husband. You know what I mean? But don't, you don't need to go around and make people feel terrible about themselves. Especially when we're all just trying to do our best. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Just 101 on like body language. Just don't show it. Don't show how you really feel sometimes. (laughs) Right. Like, and not, that's not even like being like weird and like lying. It's like. Being kind of courteous and, like, not making an ugly face at someone if they're like, yeah, we ate McDonald's. And you're like, what? You ate that before? Oh, my gosh. Right, right. You know what I mean? It's just – I know we're using that as an example so much, but it's just because it's, like, one of the most widely, like, joked upon examples. So I feel like that's what we're Well, and I don't want to get into any of the taboo ones, like – disciplinary actions oh yeah no no no. (laughs) let's not talk about that (laughs) exactly and all that stuff is super personal to families and I feel like that stuff like no one's really allowed to have an opinion on how we do those things as long as you're not like punching your kids in the face don't punch your kids in the face okay (laughs) please don't don't do Do not punch your kids in the face no matter how much you want to do it (laughs) 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 I'm just teasing I'm just teasing okay guys we don't have teenagers yet, so. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, my goodness. My, mine is a teenager. Mine is, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if yeah, I have anything so more good. to say about this. I just wanted to kind no. of be like, hey, friends. Um, yeah. Let's do little... better. <laughs> but, yeah, just a little shout out. Like, hey, watch your words. Yeah. Words, Treat each other nice. Words matter. They do. So. Yep. Yeah. Cool. I well. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, And if you feel us, let us know. Or if you disagree and you like to bully moms, I guess you could let us know that too. But (laughs) we're going to tell you you're wrong. Um, (laughs) But anyways, uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. And Oh, wait. Yeah. We didn't plug. If you want to, yeah, if you want to. <laughs> Sorry. If you want to email us with any questions or future topics that you want us to talk about, you can reach us at momsoutloudpodcast at gmail.com. Yep. And yeah, and we'll talk to you next time. Yeah. See you guys. Bye.